Hi, y'all. This is Kristen Chenoweth. Hi, I'm Gloria Stefan. This is Sarah Bareilles. Hi, I'm Patty Lapone. This is Lynn Manuel Miranda. You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Our kids have said to us since we've moved to Minnesota, we are far more active than we've ever been anywhere else we've ever lived. Moving to Minnesota opened up a lot of doors for us. Just this overall sense of community, of values that, you know, Minnesotans have. It's a real accepting, loving community, especially with two young kids. See what makes Minnesota the star of the North. New residents share why they love calling it home at exploreminnesota.com slash live. There's a cat over here, there's a cat over there, and the wrong one died, and the wrong one died. Welcome to The Wrong Cat Died, the podcast breakdown of the catastrophe. I'm your host, Mike Abrams, and today we have two amazing guests. They are two of the funniest theater content creators out there. I've shared nearly every cat's meme that they have made and talk about, um, excited to talk about them with their parody of theater. So welcome, Will and Rachel, better known as the theater lovers on social media, and thank you for joining me. Oh, hi, Mike. Thank you for having us. I am excited. I think I, I learned about you early on of doing this because people would send me your jokes and I'm and all the time I'm just like, This is this is perfect. Like same thing, like, why did I think of this? This is so funny. Um and, and it's been really fun to follow. And I love it because I'm constantly being like, Oh, I get like you do sets of memes and I'm like I know this show. I get all these jokes. And then mm. there's other times where I'm like, I don't even know what you're referencing. Um, <laughs> and I'm like, it looks funny. Uh, but let, I want to start kind of at the beginning of your content creation career. Like, how did you two decide to to get in this and start making memes and build this following of, of theater content? Sure. Well, I guess it goes back a little bit further than that. Where um, So we're married. We're a married mm-hmm. couple. Um, we met each other um in college in 2011 um and we got cast in a two-person like student written one act and uh we sat down for coffee to like get to know each other better and like the rest is history and there's a little bit more to it than that Mm -hmm. but um essentially we've been together for like 11 and a half years Mm -hmm. and back in i want to say uh like 2019 we 2019 is when we when officially we, started the theater, the theater lovers. lovers but before that we had maybe like a year couple years before we were trying to figure out like what can we do that's like sharing all this theater knowledge we have and we're like is this a youtube show is mm-hmm. this um like how do we translate these little jokes that we're making every morning over coffee. It was a lot of like, while we were watching media and this is still how we make a lot of our content is like when we're watching, you know, our show together or whatever pop culture and we're like, Oh, that's Sweeney Todd or like, Oh, that's Mm -hmm. cats or, Oh, that's, you know, X, Y, Z, you fill in the blank. Um, And we were kind of sending each other jokes when we weren't around. And it was just sort of like, this is something, but what is it? So we kind of stumbled into memes because they're they're quick and you know if you don't get that one there's another one coming right behind it mm-hmm. and um like a lot of credit to will he's gotten so good at like the the graphic design and like the creation of it he's also like a big font nerd so uh <laughs> if am. if you are a follower of ours and you haven't noticed um every single meme uh has a watermark of our name and it is either in the font of the show or the font of like whatever we're referencing that's like a little in Amazing. Theater lovers yeah. Easter egg. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so so essentially we've been together a long time. We both studied theater. We've both done theater our entire lives. So we already had um, an incredible like wealth of knowledge in sort of like different pools of, you know, what we grow up consuming and, and studying. And then, you know, as a couple over time, we sort of have all of these uh, intertwined references and jokes and like it just sort of blossomed out of that and it really is like a collaboration 
through and through. Mm-hmm. Almost everything that you see has it, uh, uh, both of our handprints on it, um, which is cool. I love that. So you met acting, and then you we've studied theater, and then you're like, we're gonna, we're making these jokes just to each other, and it's like, yeah. but they're funny. So yeah. we need the, more people need to hear them and see them, and then you've turned it into this like amazing platform of like consistent uh, stuff. I want to hear a little bit about like. You hear, so it's like, I, you know, you did stuff with Succession and all these other kind of like current <laughs> things. How do you, is it just like, oh, that makes me think of this show and that's how we then create a series? Or are you thinking through a lot of those things of like, I think I saw, this will come out a couple weeks later, but I think recently I saw like Bob's Burgers or like some other mm-hmm. shows and it's like, there's a theme usually. Like, is that pre-planned or is it just kind of on the fly? A lot of it is, a lot of it is on the fly. Um I will, when I'm saving the images, I always make sure to have a lot of tags and name everything in very specific ways so that I have whatever the image is from, whatever show it's talking about. Sometimes things that appear in the mm-hmm. image, like um, if it's a, if it's someone's wearing a hat or like there's a dog in it and they're, um, th- that way I can pull together themes really quickly and, uh, if it's like, oh, it's National Hat Day. So it's like, cool, let's just search hat. And I can take uh, all of these images from the past that might involve that, throw them together as a carousel on Instagram. And it, it, it the, the librarian brain in me has um, really come in handy for this. I was literally just going to say, I don't know if you can tell, but Will's been a librarian. He's so good. And and I am so the opposite. I'm chaotic. I'm so chaotic. I'll just, I'll see an image and I'll be like, oh yeah, that's this. And I'll text it to him. And then he does such a good job of being like, oh, that's also da 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 And like sort of be able to group things together. Sometimes it's like, we'll have a really good idea with one meme of a certain show. Like, like for the Bob's Burgers, for example, I can't remember like what was the one that like sort of, um, um, it was like the catalyst for the other ones, but it's like, we'll have one and we're like, Oh, like mm-hmm. let's search um, other Bob's burgers images and see what we can make. Um, something that's also a really helpful resource for any like meme makers out there are, um, there are pages like we take a lot of our succession for example, there's um, an Instagram called no context succession mm-hmm. where it's just like they take, um, you know, really uh, distinct moments and sort of screen grab them. And then that's a lot easier for me to say like, okay, this is the moment where in the musical theater canon that exists in my mind, does this fit? Like yeah. there was one recently that was like, can Pinky dance? And I was like, oh, Mr. Uh, Mr. Pinky Mr. from Hairspray. I was like, oh, can Mr. Pinky dance? Oh, okay. So like, we'll make something with that. It's like sort of like a reverse engineering, but it's the inspiration kind of comes from everywhere. And our brains work uh, as parallel as we are. Um, our brains work in completely different ways. So it's, it's, um, it's fun in that sense. We yeah. are constantly coming up with stuff that the other person wouldn't necessarily think of, yeah. which is a lot of fun. I like it. It's the, you created like the, the, was it, we call it the will decimal system. Like, uh, <laughs> we've, uh, I, I, I love the organization of that. Cause like I, okay, this is, since this is very much a side project for me, I don't have that at all. And I'm like scrolling through Twitter and Twitter's feeding me those succession moments, those other like screen grabs. But then it's like a, Oh, this is my moment to look at it. And then I think about it and make it super, like super fast. And I think what I love about you all is you take it and you expand upon it and make mm-hmm. it like a whole set and a whole theme. And then it's like very well curated and much higher quality. Um, then I think a lot of what you see out there, which is just like a quick, Oh, here's my quick 30 second joke. But I also have a personal Twitter and it's like all sports. And so it's like, <laughs> I'm like, Oh, the intersection of that trending sports thing right now to theater. I'm like, Nope. The, that's not on the uh, podcast uh, Twitter account at all. It's not showing up on their mm-hmm. their page, which is which has made it kind of fun too. Mm-hmm. So we contain multitudes. <laughs> yeah. Is there anyone that you that like went super viral that you were not expecting? Oh, that's a good that's a good question. Um, I think the first one that really really surprised us about the reach that it had was. Um, maybe like March, 2019, it was very early when we started and, um, it was, gosh, I can't think of his name for, uh, 
Are you thinking right of, behind Henry Cavill? Yeah, Jason, Jason Momoa, Momoa and Henry Cavill. Mm. Yeah, I was thinking the same He's thing. Sneaking up behind Henry Cavill, and we labeled that as um, "Be More Chill." Sneaking up behind Dear Evan Hansen, because we were like, we think that this fan base is going to get pretty wild yeah. in advance of "Be More Chill" opening on Broadway, yeah. and it really blew up in a way that um, it's still one of our best performing posts ever. And wow! But you compare that to other jokes where in that week where it was like, this got 20 likes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Our early stuff, it was a lot of trial and error, which I, I tell people who kind of ask, like if they're interested in doing the same thing, it's like literally just make and put out as much stuff as humanly possible. Cause you don't know what's going to hit. And if you're putting stuff out at that kind of rate, it's not going to matter the stuff that doesn't, it's just learning what kind of like spaghetti at the wall. Yeah. Done yeah. Is better than good yeah. sometimes. Yeah. And it's through finishing it. It's not necessarily the the what you think of it. It's like it needs to be out there, and you need to get feel the reaction. It's it's previews for a show. <laughs> yeah, yeah, totally. And it's all I mean, it's all about engagement. So it's like you, mm-hmm. it doesn't have to be the most high produced thing. It's like if if someone comments on it or it sparks the conversation. And I think like that's an interesting part I wanted to ask you about is as you shifted to like a different platform. So like you can make memes and do it, throw them up on Instagram and Twitter pretty easily, but then you mm-hmm. go to TikTok where yeah, you also have a following beast. and you can't do that at all. I mean, mm-hmm. it just doesn't land. So how have you, like, how do you think about all the different platforms that you're playing in? And like, you know, the, the jokes may be similar, but you've got to create content for all these different, styles yeah Yeah, it's a different beast i mean i feel like most of our tiktok followers don't even know that we make memes on instagram which is crazy (laughs) to me it's like a totally different thing um i still feel like we're not good at tiktok i feel (laughs) i don't know i don't know um it was just kind of finding a way to transfer those skills, but it, uh, be more front-facing right because you can hide behind a meme and our faces aren't in it but tiktok it's like most of the time, unless you're using like templates and, and images, like you're the one lip syncing, you're the one like figuring out these sort of things. And that's been a lot of fun. The nice thing too is, um, especially when Instagram started transferring like a lot of their time and energy into reels, mm-hmm. uh, you could sort of do double duty. So it's like mm-hmm. you make yeah. it on TikTok, you take a high quality screen grab without the watermark, which they've made very difficult, but still possible. You also post it on Instagram. Something very interesting that I've found is that something will blow up on TikTok, tank on Instagram and vice versa. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's yeah. very, very rare that it does well on both platforms. And I don't know if that's their algorithms. I don't know if that's the audience audience like it's it's the i call this uh phase of content creation the wild west there's like no rhyme or reason there's you just put it out there you hope people like it and i'm always amazed when even like yourself like reaching out to us like and saying that you like the content i'm always shocked (laughs) i'm like (laughs) i had no idea (laughs) the reach I i don't know it's it's such a it's such a wild time yeah, it's, it is so interesting because TikTok is a much more of like, you need to be part of the, the video. Like, you need to be yeah. part mm-hmm. of it. And that's the challenge for me as someone who, like, basically doesn't like or need to be part of it. You know, like, I don't need me on this, like, because it's all about cats and I'm not in a cat's costume or. Yeah, but cosplayer. you're the template king. You, but I do you, love the you, templates. You are the template. You do so mm-hmm. well with all. I'm always impressed and I'm always a little bit jealous. Like, you, you come up with some really, really good stuff. Templates are so fun for me because where I make memes and, like, I have a full time job mm-hmm. that's not related to theater, that's not related to this podcast. And so, and it's not. You know, it's like everyone else. It's a demanding job that you have mm-hmm. that's that takes a lot of your time and energy. And so I think these means as I like use social media to take a, like a break and just scroll mm-hmm. through. And I'm like, that's a really funny template. And if it's a usable template, then it's like, okay, can I do it on my phone in about five or 10 minutes? Mm-hmm. And if I can, you see it. And that's why you mm-hmm. see some are like really poorly done sometimes. And some are like kind of funny, but the picture, cause I just have a saved set of pictures. I don't yeah. have the will decimal system. I have like <laughs> a handful of screenshots of the different cats saved on my phone and I have it in a folder yeah. and I go to that and I'm like, this is what I'm going to throw. This is my one Gus picture to use for this particular thing. Um, and some of them work and some of them don't. And then I make a bunch and just throw them in drafts. And then every once in a while, I'm like, I haven't posted something in a while. I'm going to throw that one out. Yeah. Um, That's pretty much yeah. what we're doing yeah. just on a smaller scale. Yeah. So yeah, it's fun. I mean, it's fun too, because I mean, you, what I love about you all is you have, I have a very narrow like set of 
jokes that I'm going mm-hmm. after. You're going after theater. So you have a lot of like, you can see something and go, oh, that would land there mm-hmm. with this show. And I'm like, there's only so many ways I can tie this to cats uh, <laughs> sure. after a while. It's relatable. <laughs> um, let's pivot to cats. Yeah. How, what's your favorite cats meme you've made? Okay. Oh, I, I, Wait, before before we do this, can I ask you, okay, so when you first reached out to us and I told you that we couldn't do the podcast yet because I had a Cats NDA, yes. have you figured out why? I'm no, just curious. I have not. Okay. What if I told you that did you, I- Wait, are you on the part of the ballroom one? No. Okay. What if I told you that I'm the Rachel that you'd been in correspondence you with? You are the Rachel. That's the Rachel. <laughs> for, for the Wait, you're the Rachel. Wait, I, so um, I am. I've been waiting for you to figure. I feel like like a couple of times you'd gotten so close, and I was like, "He's gonna call me on it." Okay, so so if you're listening, it's even funnier is because I didn't realize that you talked to Yo to Yolana. Yes, I didn't know Yo was in charge of that. And every time you responded back to me, be like, "I have to ask my boss." I'm like, "I've known Yolana. She worked at the network. I've known Yolana forever (laughs) um, since I started the network." And so I was like, "Wait, this okay? That is really funny. I did not put that together." funny okay so like yes yeah, so when you're talking about uh liking some of the the cat's content it's because i and sometimes in adjacent to will uh, made it <laughs> i love it that is so funny um i all this time i kept early on i'm like when i first started my i had three goals of this show mm-hmm. and this because i was only supposed to do 10 episodes yes I had three goals of the show one was to actually have some people listen that wasn't just my family like mm-hmm. was anybody even gonna listen to this because i wasn't mm-hmm. sure at first because i didn't know anything about the show um two was is i was hoping that the broadway people would enjoy it and like the cats community group people would like latch onto it or like it. So I was like, will the cat's actual account ever follow me or like it or ever see it? Like, is there any moment that that, or like, will Andrew Weber or like any yeah. of this stuff, will there the ever be that version yeah. of it? And then the third was kind of a subplot is I really wanted to anger a fan who missed the joke, which I did very early on. <laughs> yeah, immediately, I'm sure. I was really hoping I'm that sure. that happened a lot. Cause I was like, if, cause it's funny to me if someone's just like, doesn't realize the parody of it and mm-hmm. gets like real into it, which I know there's very passionate fans. So that happened like well, welcome to our whole yeah. internet lives yeah, yeah. But I, lo- I love it because i just always reply back with another joke mm-hmm. and most of the time they get it um it's very rare anybody like stays angry uh but that is so yeah when you first replied i'm like oh my god they finally they finally recognized me and then we did something together on the tour so in funny. dc yes. and I was, I was like we finally are doing this and yes. it's so strange to me now that i've heard from other shows that like in the rehearsal process they're using the podcast as a way to hear how other people approach the yes, characters yeah, and education like, yeah yeah and yeah, so totally what went from literally a meme i made about myself standing <laughs> at what looked like a ted talk yes yes as yes, a yes, joke has turned into now 120 plus episodes kind of documenting the history of the show through a parody lens is still wild to me um, I never thought it would go past 10. I didn't yeah. agree past 10. And here we are. Today. That's showbiz, baby. So you're you're officially done because as we're recording this, they are finishing in Hawaii right now. Yeah, in like yeah I know. I, I need to sort of figure out how we're wrapping everything up because I still have some stuff on deck. And, and certainly the cast is posting a lot of content just about this last weekend and figuring out how to sort of like wrap everything up, but just like a little bit of the back. I'll, I don't want to waste anybody's time. And if you're listening right now and you're confused. Okay. So I've been running the cats official Instagram slash Twitter, Facebook, um, online social media, presence. online yes. presence. Thank you. And Rachel, um, I've been talking basically like daily for <laughs> LOL. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, um, since November. So yeah. I, I took over in November. I had been, so it, it's like light, uh, through Spaco, which is a Broadway marketing agency. Mm-hmm. I'd been um, freelancing for them as like a community manager. So on certain shows, I log in, I answer comments, questions, share stories, that kind of thing, which is like in our my wheelhouse because of the theater lovers. I got the job because of the theater lovers, which is very cool and something I would have never expected. Um, and yeah, last November, they were kind of having a shakeup with um, their content creators, their social media managers, and they asked if I would take over Cats. And I was, I was very intimidated by it because it's such a huge, huge theater thing. Yeah. And full disclosure going in, 
it was not my favorite musical. And we'll sort of talk about this a little bit later where like Will is the Cats guy. And I've always just sort of been like, I could take it or leave it. The songs are bops. Uh, I, I, I found the the taping to be kind of like a nightmare. You know, that like and like certainly the movie. I was like, what is this? Yeah. What, what what are we doing? So I was like, if you're cool with me, maybe not loving it, but understanding it, I'll definitely take it over. And I have grown to love it because of the interactions that I've had with the fans on the page, which is such a wild, mm -hmm. something I would have never experienced, like uh, anticipated going in. But yeah, since November, I've been running the page um, and creating memes and videos, and I've had such a great time doing it. But I really was curious if you were gonna, when you had reached out to us, if you were gonna piece together that I was the Rachel that you'd been working with. So this is just- like, I did not. So funny to me. I, I love I kind of love it. I feel like um, I pulled one over on you. I, you did. I, I think the part of it was like, I've, I've always tried to balance being like fun, make poke fun of the show, but also be positive of it. Yeah, yeah. And so totally. like that does, there's a lot of times where I tag some stuff where I've tagged the official cast and I'm like, this is kind of like, a little mean at times you know like it can be a little so i'm like are they Going but, but i know yeah. that i know how most people kind of view the show and so like i always just assumed but so little was shared to me beside like with that it was just like oh it's rachel here she runs it just message and we just kind of went on instagram back and forth mm -hmm. and it was just like to me i was talking to cats like you know i was like it wasn't a person mm -hmm. and then it was again it was when joanna told me that i'm like because you kept saying you have to get some stuff approved from joanna and i'm like yeah, and it, it, i would have just messaged joanna myself it, it <laughs> wasn't even joanna although like she's amazing she's one of the, ugh, she's so good it was actually um the theatrical group that like essentially I have a whole string of bosses that I would have to clear everything with. And Yana yeah. was just sort of like the one above me and sort of, she mentioned this when, when you interviewed her, um, that a lot of times it was just spell check. <laughs> like she was just making sure I was spelling things right. Oh, yeah. Sentences made sense. Um, but there was, uh, there's like a whole hierarchy of, of people all the way up to like really useful group. Yeah. That had to sort of like make sure, totally. which is why we went back and forth so much where it's like, Oh, I love, this idea, but I don't think it's going to fly with them. But I will say for all the people that I've sort of freelanced for, they've allowed me to have the most fun and they, they really understood like sort of where I'm coming from as a content creator and like memes and sort of like they, they let me do a lot of things that other people wouldn't necessarily. Yeah. Which is, which is fun. I, they are, they're great. They are protective. I did um, a fundraising event with the touring cast for like a re reunion and it was a lot of like, hurdles and clearance and nothing bad, but just like, Oh, let's make sure we're respecting it. Mm -hmm. um, and that's where it's kind of fun for me is like, I, I've always wondered like, do I want to talk to an Android Weber if he'd ever even consider it? But I'm like, I, my whole show, I have hundreds of episodes basically telling him that his ending is wrong. And so it's like, does, do I really like that's, that's my premise is and I want to change. Famously great at criticism. Andrew. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, so like every time it's like, Oh, if he, if he does learn, but I'm like, yeah, but I'm, that's my criticism, even as parody, mm -hmm. that's the criticism. So yeah. it was, it was an early kind of delicate balance of like, hopefully people see the fandom and parody in it and not just like, like, I, cause I actually do, I do want a different ending. Like I, yeah. I firmly believe it deserves a different ending. Mm -hmm. And, um, and that makes it interesting as I've talked to more super fans because they're like, don't even like the revival choreography. And I'm like, I couldn't tell you the difference between the People two choreographies very, to begin very, with. Yeah, very, very protective of the version that yes. they love, for <laughs> sure. But okay, so to answer your question, I know, tangent. <laughs> no, it was a great um, my, tangent though. My favorite thing that I've made personally, um, and sort of going along with the podcast and sort of the whole ethos of all of this was there was, um, when that Zoolander um, trend was happening a few months back where it was, um, you know, uh, Derek Zoolander walking out um, onto like a red carpet and then he sees Hansel and then realizes, you know, yeah. that things aren't going the way. The, my favorite thing that I've made was a, a label of that where it was like um, the other cats thinking that they're going to the heavy side lair and then yep. in walks in Grizabella. I just thought, uh, I thought that was so funny. Um, that's my favorite, personally, my favorite thing that I've made. Yeah. I think, I think for me, it would be like a who would win and it says like the entire company of cats or one audience member going. Pss, 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 pss. Uh, 
and, and like, was it that or did, was it a laser pointer or like? It might have been a maybe laser a laser pointer. pointer. It doesn't matter. Uh, that's it, great. It, the, the 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 thought is there either way. But there's yeah. I, now I'm drawing a blank on which there's one, but there's one you made that every time I see it, I, I'm like I have to reshare it. It makes me laugh every time, <laughs> and it's catch related. And now I'm drawing a blank on which one it is, and it was related to Grizabella. It was another like Grizabella coming in. Um, oh, was it like through the the, the ceiling? ceiling? Yes, yes, that's the, that one every time. <laughs> She's hanging up yeah. in the, the ceiling every all of Act 2, the rest of Act 2. I see that yeah. one. Um, yeah. Because I didn't realize, you know, again, as I learned stuff, I didn't realize that there, Grisabelle's on stage for 15 minutes of a two and a half hour show, which is wild. Yeah, um, princess, princess Yeah, track. yeah, so that was great. We're going to take a quick break, and then we'll be back for more of The Wrong Cat Died. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, let's um, let's pivot to your cat's fandom. It seems like we have a had a mixed bag, but now we've got a uh, two you know two lovers of it now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Absolutely. So tell me a little bit about when was the first time you saw it? I saw it the first. I saw the VHS tape um, you know, as a kid, and was my sister and I would just like jump around the the family room as it played and kind of like that and step in time from Mary Poppins would just get, it would just amp us up so much. And um, we, our parents would be like, okay, like we need you to burn out some energy. Here you go. Mm -hmm. And we, we, uh, we, we would just like have so much fun dancing to it and singing it and playing it in the car. And uh, eventually uh, my dad took us to see it on Broadway before it closed. And I don't know the exact date. We we didn't keep the playbill for it at the time. So I really don't have a sense of when. But there's a but, picture of you in the t-shirt and you, you're you young. Yeah. yeah. It's, um, I think the photo is dated like 99 or 2000. Yeah. Because the movie came out in 98. And so yes. yeah. that's kind of, and it closed early 2000 September 2000 I think yeah like it, it closed pretty quickly after so you had a short window yeah to go see it and are you so are you both from this area from the New York area um, or did you come she's, to New York? She's I'm from, from Chicago yeah, yeah. The suburbs of Chicago yep. and I'm from the suburbs of Pittsburgh so you like took a trip for this we took we took a trip mm-hmm. it was um a little little pilgrimage to go see a bunch of uh, what 40 something cats jump around that is, I, I love that that's the, the, the New York trip is like, we're coming in and you have loved the show. You've danced around mm-hmm. to this VHS that we're going to take a trip to New York and go mm-hmm. see human cats on Broadway. And, and then you were in it twice. And I was in it twice. I was in a student production in high school and I was rum tum tugger. And in retrospect, Hi. I'm like, I don't know how, <laughs> how that was me. And um, then I was in a professional production as a swing, which was the hardest um, yeah. role I've ever done in anything. It was insane. Who did you cover? I covered uh, everybody except Old Deuteronomy. Bummer. Wow. It was like, that would have been like a regional. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That would have been ideal. But it was January, and everybody in the company just kept getting sick. So as there were staging rehearsals, I would be taking notes for everybody, but also uh, holding somebody's spot mid-rehearsal as they are figuring it out. So it was 
just insane. And then one rehearsal I was in for Old Deuteronomy, and yeah. I was like, I can't believe they're going to make me sing the addressing of cats. Yeah. It's like I'm just, I'm just a swing. When you were did the high school production, mm-hmm. what do they tell you of the story? Um, they were. I mean, the the bones of it. That's like um, the the Old Deuteronomy is going to choose which of these cats gets to go to kitty heaven kitty heaven was always the phrase that (laughs) the director would use but and and it was kind of sarcastic but yeah like there wasn't exactly a clearer way to put it that's been the most surprising part of this whole journey for me is i didn't realize like you know you see it and you can kind of see it's pretty sexual and there's some like the Mm -hmm. dance is very is it falls in that realm but i think about like a high school age kid and then you think about Victoria's solo is basically her having an orgasm on stage mm-hmm. and the ball's an orgy and Demeter's being sexually abused and all this mm-hmm. like deep background of what yeah. the characters are going through. And then I'm like, and we're going to go do it in high school or we're going to go do it as like nine year olds. And it's like, what do you, what do you tell them? <laughs> like, like, how do you yeah. give them the, the essence of their character to go play when it's, when that's the actual answer to the question? Because you had said in a previous podcast that after, like, the, the in 24 hours after you had seen it originally, you were like, this is not, like, kids should not see this. The whole time I was in there, I was like, <laughs> you know, it was the first moment that I was, and I was sitting next to children. I actually, the first time I saw it was the last preview of 2016 or second last mm-hmm. preview. My friend got sick, who got me the tickets for free. It was a friend who works on Broadway, mm-hmm. um, couldn't come. I had lived in New York for, like, three weeks knew nobody really and not uh, the people i knew it wasn't like hey in two hours do you want to go see cats with me you know like Mm -hmm. that wasn't going to be my first impression to some of my new coworkers and friends Mm -hmm. um and so i went by myself and it was like a rainy saturday and i was sitting next to two international people that were there which i thought was like great i was like this is the smartest thing for like this is why i think it's so successful is like mm-hmm. you can be from anywhere and it's kind of such a loose plot that you're just going to enjoy really cool singing and dancing yeah mm-hmm. i had to my other side i had two nuns which was very like funny because i you know i just moved from indiana and then i had kids around me everywhere and this is pre-covid <laughs> and you know they're doing the green eyes where they come through but the moment that it was like, this is a lot, is in Tugger's song. Mm-hmm. There are th- three cats, and at least in this choreography I've seen, there's three cats that are on their knees right in front of him, and he like basically crotch thrusts in their face. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, that that's pretty sexual for what's, the what's five-year-old sitting in front of me. You know, like that and then it's like then I've learned all this other stuff, and you can see that like it is it's a lot. And then they murder a cat at the end. Like, the more I started going, I'm like, you know, now I'm a little bit more softened on it of the up until teenage years, you're probably fine because all the sexual stuff's going to go over your head. You're not mm-hmm. going to recognize it. It's just cats dancing. Mm-hmm. But that 13, 14 to 18 range, you're probably picking up on most of that stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's a, it's a definitely a decision. It's a decision to go. But... I, I I'm more fascinated by how they like project to do it as kids for dancing or for high school mm-hmm. or even regional. You know, I had um, somebody on who recently who did it as a 10 year old in a regional production and it's like, they were playing one of the kittens. And it's like, God, that's gotta be so hard to kind of tell all the adults in the production, this backstory. And then you've got to kind of almost protect the innocence of a 10 year old yeah. that's mm-hmm. doing this. And it's, it is, you know, it's, it's a real life type of like, you know, there's nothing crazy about it. There's stories that should be told, but it's one that is so mm-hmm. child based because of the cat's aspect. And then the story so dark and the movie was kind of dark. The new movie, the 2019 movie was kind of dark. Mm-hmm. Super it's like, dark. It's like, yeah, this is what it could be or, sh- or should be if you really look at it. And it's, it's to me, it's just an interesting debate. I didn't go as a kid. My mom took my sister. I don't think either of them cared too much for it. And then I knew <laughs> Did memory. Did they start a podcast? Nope. They didn't. Oh, I wow. didn't even know. I didn't even know. Um, yeah, it was a little, a little early for that. It was in, probably in the <laughs> 90s. Um <laughs> So there wasn't, yeah, they didn't have the microphone set up. They're just um, tapes. Yeah, they're just, the they're just, they're just they're VHS tapes somewhere buried. Uh, no, I don't think either of them cared I, about it. My sister didn't do, do a lot of theater either. and um, But my mom's a music teacher, and that's where she plays mm. the piano and played memory and some of that stuff. 
But then it was like, I never, again, thought about it, knew about it or anything until 2016 because I asked my friend, what, I'm here now, what should I go see that's like classic? Because right. I hadn't seen anything that was right. like very mm-hmm. classic. I had seen more of like the Book of Mormons and like, I always called them the tourist shows, like the stuff where my, what, what can I bring my friends from Indiana who yeah. aren't theater people who don't know? I had mm-hmm. seen those. And I was like, well, I'm here, let's go on a random Tuesday to these other things, which is the beauty of being in New York. Yeah, and totally. I ended up at cats is one of my first ones and it was Leona Lewis and it was an experience. Unbelievable. But you know, and now I'm talking to the cat social media people. Yep. <laughs> well, here we are. What a, what a journey it's never, been. Honestly. Okay. Yeah. So that's Will's backstory. My backstory is I've, I've literally never seen it on stage. Never, never. I was supposed to see this tour. I was going to take a trip to Chicago to see them and I was going to visit family. And then um, it was like uh, somebody in my family had gotten sick and it was like a whole thing. And then I ended up not being able to go. I honestly, for a second, thought about seeing them in Hawaii. I really did. I was like, should I, should I just. What a terrible (laughs) place to end your tour. I know. Well, I, oh my God. I, I even, I DM'd them and I was like, are you sure you don't want anybody to like cover the last, like the tour? Like you you don't want to like post me up in Hawaii, but no, it's, it's really not that deep. Um, but no, I've never seen it in person. I've seen, um, you know, the, the filmed, like the, the pro shot, mm-hmm. I've seen the 2019 film. And then my mom growing up, my, my family, it's very funny. Um, I'm such a, a little odd duck in my family because they're all like sports people. And I like came out of the womb. Like I love musical theater, whatever that is. Um, my mom had like a best of Andrew Lloyd Webber CD. And I can't remember exactly what was on it, but I, I have know, like ta- I have a cassette tape of it right over you here. Pro- yeah, yeah, it's yeah. probably the same one. Um, like memory, and then probably like one or two other songs from Cats. Yeah. So, like that's what I grew up knowing, and then I knew, you know, it's based on the poem, poems, the book of poems. It's Andrew Lloyd Webber. It's Cats, and that it ran for a really long time. I like, yeah, like that was that it. was all that's and then like the know. reference the pop culture references to it but yeah i've still never seen it on stage i'm really sad that i didn't get to see this touring cast because i feel like a very like parasocial obviously in like a healthy way but it's like i've interacted with them and watched them do lives and like um you know like share yeah. their content so it's like i feel like i know all of them it would be very fun to see them do this tour but it just didn't pan out they were such a fun group of people. I had a blast going to meet them and hang out mm-hmm. with them for basically two days. Um, and you know, what's crazy about this is I don't think a lot of people know this, but I've still only seen the show four times on stage. <laughs> I saw Leona Lewis. Mm-hmm. I saw it a year later. My friend came back and was like, we've got to go see it. I know you're obsessed. I'm like, I'm not obsessed. I made one joke about this <laughs> and, I, and because of it. And I just like thought about it, but we went again cause they flew in from Indiana for work and then they wanted to see one show and they wanted to see cats. I had not seen it again until I the went tour. to the tour and I went yeah. to and DC. Saw and twice, I saw it yeah. twice cause I yeah. filmed with them the right before, mm-hmm. which was my dream was to give them ideas to go yes, take on stage. I thought that was so cool. I thought and that was so I gave, cool. I gave about half like very traditional, here's what some fans think. And I gave about half like, there's nobody else that said this, but this is something I think could be really interesting. Let me know if it works. Sure. And then I came back, we watched it and it was cool. Cause like I could see at moments I was like, Oh, you could see them trying that. Like, cause it was like, we were in a very good seat to watch it. And I was with my producer and then I went the next day to film again with how did it go? Mm. But to do that, it was like, you know, they're so busy. And like, I was trying to be really mindful of like, they're on tour, they're busy, they're doing shows on Saturday. They're going to do two shows. Like, how can I do this? So I just showed up like an hour before and came right before they like went on as they were like doing makeup and did that quick video of like, did this work or did it not? And then Mm. I just stayed for the show after. Cool. So I've seen it four times. I've seen the 2019 movie one and a half times. Uh, the half was during that's COVID actually, with my family the appropriate amount of time, and they, they couldn't do it. And I have not uh, really sat down to watch it again. Did they make it to Jason Derulo screaming milk at the top of his lungs? Or they did, did. did I think, where did we that's cut off? Early. It was yeah. about halfway through. It was like, again, it was during COVID. It was like peak COVID of where mm. you, you were like, what contents left? Like we had watched Tiger King, the last dance Jordan thing. Like we've watched yeah. everything. And I was like, let's yeah. watch this movie tonight. 
and about halfway through they're like does this get any better and i go no it doesn't it's no. about this, it's about this level the whole way through and they turned it off <laughs> this is a good representation um, of the cavity the cat who is repeatedly said to not be there he's actually there quite all a the lot, time so all the time yeah yeah. Yeah. And then I've only seen the nineteen ninety eight movie full through twice. Okay. Yeah. And the first time was on a work trip on a plane on an iPad. And I was sitting on the plane and I'm like I like took the window seat and I'm like trying to hide it at one point because I like was usually just sit and sit on the, the table in front of me or whatever you're watching. And I'm like, this is gonna be a weird one because I'm in business casual, like with my work stuff with me. And all of a sudden, I pull out this iPad and throw it up on there. And it just started, and everyone around me started looking. And I'm like, That's I'm going to turn so this funny. a little bit. And I watched, <laughs> that was the, the first time I down. ever watched it full through, was on on a on a plane. I forget where I was going, but on a plane. and Because it's what's on YouTube. So when I did my first episodes, mm-hmm. it was all, I just watched clips from it. I didn't realize it was from that movie. That's just what's mm-hmm. on the official Cats page. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I finally watched the full sitting through on a plane, and then went and had a very deep conversation about digital marketing with somebody, um, which, which was a hard pivot, but it was a very funny, like, you know, if you, you I, everyone kind of think sees what people are watching, what they're doing. And you sometimes are like, Oh, that's kind of fun. I've seen that show. I know that I had some looks of like, what, what is this guy doing watching this, this version right now on, on a work trip? Clearly. That's so funny. But okay. yeah. And now I've recorded with 25 productions and, regional productions and all kinds of stuff. Um, Which episode is this? This is like a hundred and... 120. I can tell you the exact number. This will be probably 123. Wow. Um, Good for you. And that doesn't include some bonuses and some other stuff that we've done. And yeah, I mean, still going strong. I'm trying to think if there's a more chaotic thing to watch on a plane. Like uh, the 2019 cast movie. I guess so. (laughs) But maybe not even because it's so dark. That's I true. Feel, um, I feel like I feel like if I were sitting on a plane and saw, like, if I were like looking, mm-hmm. what would be a more? Ca- I think that's it. One time I was on the subway. I, it was the L at like two a.m. as I was getting off of a restaurant job, and this man. You, there's that time before the L actually starts from Eighth uh, Avenue, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. this man gets on in a black suit, uh, black tie pitch black sunglasses he sits down puts a briefcase like a metal briefcase on the seat next to him opens it up there's a portable dvd player in there and he starts playing men in black from the middle (laughs) (laughs) and i was like what is (laughs) this is a this is a 2 a.m l train moment oh man i've had some subway moments as i've lived here since 2016 and yeah Yeah. you you see some stuff and yeah i guess the only thing that could have made your flight better is if you had been dressed as in cat i think what makes it strange is like they're in costume so and it's not cartoon it's like they're Mm -mm. it's human and cats Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. um i love all the the videos i think i think your cast has shared some but like when they do two show days and they don't get out of makeup and they just Put a hat on and go to work yep. to, to <laughs> lunch after dinner after before their their other show. It's like yeah, they're gonna get some looks. Yeah, well, but that's yeah. you know that's it is what it is. Some people will get it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. some people will get it. Other people will be. I, I, everything I said. I I just talked to the. Um, he's he was he went to the heiress tour for Taylor Swift in Bombay yes. Arena. He was yes. so funny, and I didn't even think about it because he wore that on the subway basically yeah, to the train mm-hmm. to go there and i'm like i've seen so many weirder things like the men in black things like you see it and it's like he's like yeah but that's that's not you he's like it's yeah. different when everyone's looking at you yeah I was like, oh, that's yeah. such a good point like i've yeah. sat down to next to somebody dressed in not cat it was more of like a uh it was they had a cat mask on but this wasn't like it was like a full-on headgear, ears, everything. Mm-hmm. I was like, it's it was past when most people are wearing them for COVID, so I think it was more of a decision. <laughs> just and it sat just sat down right next to me, and I'm like, yeah, that's that's New York. Um, I was going to say that's the beauty yeah. of New York, though. Yeah. It's like you'll get maybe one look, but not a second one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, no, this yeah, sure. I mean, you get you definitely get the looks. I would be watching <laughs> Men in Black with that guy for yeah. sure. Yeah, although I'd be a little concerned at first. I'd be like, if he's in full getup, like, he try to, did he try to erase yeah. your memory? I don't remember. He wouldn't know. Yeah, he it's true. Know. You wouldn't know. Wouldn't know. Still that remembered me. That's good. Yeah. <laughs> that would have been what I would have done. I would have brought that thing out. If you're, if you're going to commit yeah. to the bit, you got to go in. Okay, let's do some cats rapid fire. Yeah. Um, if you 
could play any cat character for one night, who do you want to play? Uh, I would want to play Monka Strap. That Monka was Strap. the role that I was like, he's he's just got like so many good like presentational moments. I think yeah. it just seems so fun. Did you get to go on as him a swing? No, I never got to go on as Monka Strap, but that's the one that I was like, ooh, I really really ho- I'm I'm praying for everyone's safety, but I this would be fun. <laughs> nice. What about you? Uh, I think I, 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 my girl Grizz. I think Grizzabella, Princess Track. Come on, sing the the song. Mm-hmm. Just call belt, it a yeah. day. Yeah, yeah, I think come in a little fun. bit in the first. And act. I love, I love that makeup. I love. I don't know. I think it's she's she's so interesting. Um, or or old dude. You know, I I'm I'm a big fan of sitting. Yeah. yeah. Sit. <laughs> I I also like I uh, I'm. I guess I've never considered uh, any of the dancing tracks because it's not my gig. It's not not what I do. So yeah, I mean, it seems I a little intimidating. But yeah, I, Grizabella all the way. I think that would be a lot of fun. I can't sing or dance, so this is more of like theoretically. Okay, which yeah, one yeah, would in you a perfect do. world. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm not. This is not in my. Oh, cards. you know what? I'd I'd love to do uh, the Mungo Jerry Rumple teaser uh, cartwheel. The cartwheels. I think that would be <sighs> so so sick. But just that one moment, if I yeah. could if i could do one like creed from the office like one perfect cartwheel <laughs> yeah it's that part's fun because it's the only time you're by yourself basically on stage like they're they get their moment whereas everyone yeah, else yeah. is and besides grizz is always like here's all of us together at one mm-hmm. time it's and an on stage the whole show show for most, most of the of cast them, yeah mm-hmm. yeah and it was fun taryn and and brian were like so good on the tour doing it and it was oh, so yeah. fun to watch I've them do that i've seen the footage it, it's outrageous yeah okay who are your favorite and least favorite cats from the musical hmm i know everyone's got i like one. to always have a silly answer where it's like oh like uh like pounceable of course but like i know that more just because the names are so fascinating but oh gosh uh, uh I, my favorite is uh Jason Derulo screaming milk <laughs> at the top of his lungs. Okay. And my least favorite is uh Idris Elba when he takes off his coat and then uh he's he looks naked. That's my least favorite. That's not how <laughs> oh no, it's work. no, I'm sorry, it's Judy Dench making eye contact with the audience that, at the end of the oh, film is my least ring. favorite. <laughs> That was uh that was the moment of the I mean that was a moment where I'm like, this is this is a decision. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That was wild. Mm-hmm. Wild, wild. And it would have honestly, it it wouldn't have been so jarring if it were not a close up. Yeah. A lot yeah. of a lot of my thing with Tom Hooper is like you can zo- you can step back. Like it seems like he's a close talker because everything yeah. is shot in a close-up all the time yeah that's one of my scale least favorite things about musical theater directing for film is like everything is just too zoomed in Mm -hmm. i i mean i don't understand why more this is i'm not in the industry to to know Mm -hmm. how this works but as a viewer especially like the 2019 movie i'm like just zoom out let me watch the dancing like why why can i not just have the pictures yeah just or give me the the, the stage pictures stick a camera at orchestra center row J mm-hmm. and wide lens it and let people watch it the way it was intended. In the thirties, Fred Astaire and Hermes Pan were like, you need to show the entire dancer to appreciate dance on film. Mm-hmm. You can't shoot people from the waist up because mm-hmm. you lose half of the performance. Yeah. And unless you're shooting Kermit, the frog tap dancing, and then that's how you have to shoot it. Yeah. You, I mean, you don't have to shoot it that way. It's just, it makes it easier, but there are, there are times <laughs> Are you implying that 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 Kermit the Frog is actually tap dancing and they're just being you don't lazy? Think, you don't think he's actually tap dancing there? No, there's a there's a technique. Uh, if you look up the Muppets Happy Feet on um, on YouTube, it's a Hollywood Bowl performance where they do have puppeteers for. The feet for the feet, and yeah. it is. But it's not so it's, fun to watch. But we're talking about it, but, film. We're ta- see. This is what we but, do every morning. Yes. <laughs> we just. This is this is a theater lover sneak peek. But what is cool about that Hollywood Bowl clip is that he, uh, y- you do see the performers, and they are in, um, like a not a green screen 
uh, full body suit, but it's like black. So they blend in and mm-hmm. everything is projected. So you are seeing the performers in person and you're seeing the projection of it like, like a camera would see. Mm-hmm. And like, they could do that. We got wild. We got off topic. topic. <laughs> I, I, I think so you should have, I think you have a template that you can use in, in the world decimal system. You need to search uh waist up. Waste if you up. have waist up and that can be your next thing of like, you've lost the feet. <laughs> it's a, where, where did they go? What do you okay, have wait, from there? Did, did you say most and least favorite cats? Uh, I think my favorite is Skimble Shanks because mm-hmm. I do love his, um, I love that song. Every time it happens, it's like in the perfect spot where mm-hmm. you need a pickup. Yeah. Uh, least favorite. I think it's gotta be growl tiger for just the, the, the issues. Yeah. Yeah. I, I never saw the growl tiger. So <laughs> I, but yes, I'm aware of, of the issues. 7,485 times all that happened. Yes. Um, okay. What's your favorite song from the show? <laughs> My favorite melodic line, and I, it's enough to propel the whole song for me, in the addressing of cats, that melody of, uh, with cats, some say one thing is true. It, it, that is a beautiful ascending melody. I love it. Mm-hmm. I love it. That's great. I go back and forth all the time. I'm such a, a misto girly, so Mr. Mistopheles, and I feel like the the three that I sing the most are Mr. Mistopheles, Rum Tum Tugger, and um, just your classic um, Jellicles are and Jellicles do. Oh, that, those are the three you sing the most. Wow. Yeah. I like it. They're I'm, also the three that I, I would use the most in stories, too. And probably just in the content in general. I'm biased. Yeah, I, I, <laughs> think I also, the, I create little parodies of them all the time. I'm just, like, throwing random words in. I don't know. My, I don't know how my... But like I said, my brain's very chaotic, so... I, I listen to McCavity and Mungo Jerry and Rumpel Teaser probably the most. Ooh. Like in terms of just listen to. Um, Mungo Jerry and Rumpel Teaser got a little bit ruined for me because Will's sister, Beth, uh, I guess. Do you want to tell she, the story? Uh, yeah, I, I would love to. The uh, when uh, one of the one of the times that we did cats, the um she had a crush on the guy that played Mungo Jerry. And so one of the times we were talking about it, she just started singing Mungo, Jerry, and Beth. <laughs> that's, what the, that's like the only, I walk around the house singing it all the time. I'm like Mungo, Jerry, and Beth. So it's like, it's ruined. It's, she, it is what it is. She improved on T.S. Eliot. Shout out yeah. to Beth. <laughs> A real I mean, one. <laughs> they Cats have three names. One might be Beth. <laughs> <laughs> that's so iconic. That's so good. There's a cat uh, named Peter. Why not a cat I know. named Peter's, Beth? Peter's my least favorite. That's my answer. <laughs> good. It's always been my answer is Peter's good. my least favorite. It's Bus Gus's. Know. It's Bus Gus's dancing cat in the beginning, and that's Got it. Got it. Yep. And it's only in 2016 because they have different names and other versions. Yeah. And so it's like Christopher Gurr. I was like, you are my choice of Gus, but also my least favorite choice is Peter. <sighs> we hate but Peter. I just. <laughs> Peter, there's also Gilbert in Gilbert. a couple of productions. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's some. Yeah, there's some choices. I just learned about um, one. I, I don't know if the episode will be out yet. So, but there was a they nicknamed an, a generic ensemble cat that just danced the open number, and they had this cat come in and didn't have a name, and so they kind of made up names for him every night, and it was just like a very. It wasn't even like a costume. It was just like a generic onesie and a different makeup plot just to have another body to dance. I was uh-huh. like, that's really what Peter is. Yeah. But it's fill over in, the years. The yeah. You just need, you need someone to dance. Mm-hmm. Um, which cat do you think would be the best content creator? I've thought about this a lot. So I have a mm-hmm. lot of answers to this question. Yeah. We'll print it because you printed out a whole list. And I was like, cause I know I'm going to forget names. I was like, Oh gosh, uh, J- J- jelly Lorem. What? Okay. I'm going to, I'm going to show my, my hand a little bit and what uh, the, so the cat that Taylor Swift played in the movie Bomb Ballerina. Bomb Ballerina. Maybe her. She's a good answer. She would definitely be I feel like confident. she's got a lot of she's got a lot of time on her hands too, yes. right? Yeah. yeah. So I she'd feel be like TikToking for sure. For sure. Every day. Yeah, I guess thing. it depends on what platform are we talking about. <laughs> I think there's a yeah, I have answers for all of them. I think she's a TikTok queen. <laughs> she's doing all the dances. 
on TikTok. No, Instagram. She's got that like the bedazzled catnip. She's yeah. like she's yep. a lifestyle influencer yes. through and through. That's my vote. I think Mr. Mistopheles would be really good with video editing for TikTok. Yeah, he'd, the he'd magic. Be so good. Yeah. Yeah. We want to talk about agree. AI. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'd be like, how'd he do that? It's a Chat GPT. <laughs> Yeah, I love that. That's really fun. I've got a couple others of you. Yeah, hit us, hit us. What else please. you have? I, I think Bus for Jones is a cooking influencer. Ooh. Oh, for oh, yeah. sure. I could see him doing, you know, just uh, his recipes and cooking there. And he's got the money, so he's got a you know, amazing kitchen. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I think you could potentially have Gus telling old stories, like an old actor. He's just kind of yeah. that. But I feel like that's a YouTube channel. Yeah, that's not um, that's the not a TikTok. Queens, yeah, so. yeah. Oh, yeah. And then um, I could see like I'm not sure which one. It's probably like a Tumble Brutus or a Pounceable or Alonzo, one of those kittens. I just think they're going to be a t- like a trick shot, trick shot artists. You know, like how those people oh spend like God, hours yeah. doing stuff totally to get like the one moment. Yeah, I feel like they do that's, a compilation of them all back yeah. to back. So I satisfying. That's so where they're good. going. Yeah, I totally see that. Oh, those I, are so good. I thought of one more. Um, you know who'd be doing all of the the TikTok dances and always uh, in the exact moment? It's Jenny Any Dots. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Totally. If she's she's kind of lazy at times though, so it's like if she just find like she's the one that's a sporadic posting. It's like you know, yeah. she'll catch yeah. she'll catch one of the trends. But she not takes all. the most always- joy in it. Yeah, she's yeah, she's infectious because she's you're like, I want to see more. And mm-hmm. the fan engagement is always crazy yeah. because uh, she's got like mice and roaches. The cockroaches. Yeah, Ugh. but there, there's a lot of those. Yeah, there, she's got a built in following. Yeah. <laughs> OK, the million dollar question. Yeah, I've argued I don't think it should be Grizabella. I want to hear, are you going to defend Grizabelle or are you going to make a different joke choice? You go first. I, I like to make, I like to ask the question in theater, is this a good character or is this a good song? Oh, don't confuse a good song with a good yeah. man. We, uh, <laughs> that started with Freddie from, uh, my fair lady with on the street where you live. <laughs> where it's like he's still very dumb and he's not he's demonstrated several times he and Eliza Doolittle are not a good fit but because his song is so convincing and it's very romantic you forget that he is just standing outside a woman's house who he talked to once and he's like I'm obsessed with you holding up a boombox like and say anything <laughs> and she's like I don't want to come outside, man. Yeah. The, the um, You are not invited. The maid has to be like, you need to go. But it's a good song, so everyone forgets about that. Grizabella, I think Memory really is a great song that makes a better argument than her, uh, than her circumstances do. Oh, definitely. Who do so you- I don't know who I would pick, though. Because, I, I mean, I want to go, like... Skimble Shanks, who I love his song, and I love how you know what? Let's make it Skimble Shanks because he deserves a break. <laughs> he needs rest. Taking care of everybody. Rest. Yeah, he's working on a train, yeah. and um, he—I mean—he has full range of where to be in the train, but he's still at he's work. Still at work. Yeah. Yeah. His his home and workplace are the same, and that's exhausting. Let him that's, rest. I think that's great. That's insane. Yeah. <laughs> um, I I also believe the wrong cat died. Um, I think it's so wild that um, she finally gets a redemption and everybody's cool with her. And then she's immediately uh, brutally murdered in some way. I Just mean, like, catapulted what? into the sky. Yes. I mean, we don't know that she's... Saddest <laughs> cat rides tire into sky. Yeah. No, um, I think that's so wild. She's like, oh, let, let the memory live again for the next 60 seconds until I'm gone forever. Mm-hmm. What are we talking about? So I'm a, I'm a Gus girly. I think I th- you want to talk about somebody who needs rest. It's, <laughs> it's, 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 it's my it's, sweet Gus. So as theater much more theater knowledgeable people than me is that argument that she should go 
like that she should stay with the family. Has that been something you'd heard before? Because I've been saying that for probably the past year and a half. And I'm wondering, like, I, I always wonder, am I influencing this? I think you're, or, yeah, you are the cat's influencer. Or is argue. there, like, because I, and I know the, the tipping point was I started to bring on younger Grizabellas. And so my introduction wasn't, a, and not like old, old, but much mm. more of like a, 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 they've had a longer career Grizabellas that were in the, you know, in the 80s and 90s. Mm-hmm. versus now it's like Taylor's in her 20, yeah, young 20s. Sure. And like yeah. and that's been a consistent trend. And that's most of my introduction were people that were 30s at bad oldest, like thir- 20s and 30s. And I'm like, they look so young, even though they're trying to, like, she doesn't need to be murdered. Like, let her spend time with the family. So I've been saying that as my Gus, like my true Gus argument for a while is that. Mm. But I never heard that before. and I But I also don't know anything about cats prior to 2016. So I was like, was that a theme that people are thinking about or did nobody even make this question to begin with and i'm the only person asking it because i'm crazy i think part of that is that um the economics of how touring casts were totally have mm-hmm. changed and pretty much from 2000 to today which is also the amount of time cats has not been on broadway like, like from, what was that? Cats closed in 2000. That was also the same season as the Music Man revival, which its uh, national tour went out non-equity. And equity changed the rules of, of uh, certain types of national tours so that they could ensure that they always go out equity. Mm-hmm. And that did mean that um, touring casts tended to skew much younger as Definitely. a result. Mm-hmm. Which changes who plays Grizabella and who, how that story is told. Yeah. It's an economic decision that has shifted how we view and process these stories. Oh, definitely. I'm sure it's in happening in a lot of other different shows as well. Like it's just happening across the board. If you have, Mm -hmm. like you're not going to have, we were talking about Kimberly Akimbo of like how this could be really interesting when that goes out on tour or later in the world of like opening up the door to this, you know, this aging actress that can play mm-hmm. this like iconic part. Mm-hmm. But also like if they, if they brought somebody in for that, they, I mean, it kind of has to look skew older on that show, but there's like there, it changes this, the story. And I've always like, my whole thing with cats is I don't even look at it as, as actors and people. I'm like, no, I want to talk about where did Grizabelle go when she left? Like, like right. parts that's not in there. Like purely the ceiling. Plot. <laughs> yeah. Purely plot line stuff. That's like probably never even thought about or wasn't discussed at that type of detail. How it's and about cats. I was like, exactly. <laughs> I like, I want to go deep into the, the rest of the world created. And so it, it makes it interesting. Cause like, I do think that I have seen the numbers go down over time. It was a lot more Grizabella's early on. And I've now seen the numbers slowly, slowly trickle to where she's less than half of the people I talk to. I think you've her. made a very compelling mm-hmm. argument. I think so, it's really what it is. I, I still think. want, I want to do a version. I like want, and I know they're going to do the ballroom version in, um, in that new place. And it's yes, going to be awesome. Cause it's yes. going to be, a diff- it's going to be different. Like it's going to yes. be totally different. I was like, I'm really, really excited about there it. There is a version and the, the really useful group will never let me do it. But like, there's a version where you could go to a, a like a regional theater and vote every night. And sure. just have that person Edwin go Drude style. Edwin Drew style. Exactly. Yeah. There is that ability to make that story. And I think it would be amazing. And I want it. I want to see it happen. But they're never going to let me because it's 42 years old and has had success for 42 years. I'd say never say never. Yeah. I mean, they're letting them do a ballroom version. That's true. I, I, th- I feel like... I feel like I also have zero ability to direct, produce, uh, it would be an absolute metric ton of work. mm -hmm. Yeah. I I pretty much can just tell you that outline of an idea and we'll need to hand it to somebody else who actually knows what they're doing in the industry. Sure. But that's my dream still. I I love that idea. I think that's amazing. One of my other dreams y'all allowed me to do, which was to go tell the cast ideas to go try on stage. Yeah, and that was I had so, I more was fun. So cool. I can't so take any fun. credit for that. I was just, uh, I was just watching you do it and reporting on it. I, <laughs> I had so much it. fun doing that, and <laughs> yeah. the conversations were hilarious. I mean, the stuff that didn't even make it in, like we had to cut a bunch of the stuff out because we we filmed for probably like hours um, sure. to to talk to everybody and to pull out the snippets that were that were fun. It was like ten episodes into one. Yeah, I just want yeah. I want to shout out the 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 touring cast. I think that they're just all amazing. And all amazing. Yeah. I just wanted to say hi and thanks for letting me be a very, very small part of the journey. They were, 
the amazing group of people. I mean, not just the cast. The cast was amazing. The yeah. production team who like helped out, like yeah, everybody group, involved just made it so easy to, yeah. to work with, which is like, I don't, I wasn't sure how easy I was at the beginning. Cause I'm like, I'm, I would answer at nights. Like, I'm, like I was responding during odd hours when I wasn't working and, and they were, and it's like when they're on stage, so it's like the opposite schedules, mm-hmm. but they were, they were great. Yeah. And it all, all ended up great. Um, this has been amazing. How can people stay in touch with you all on social media and uh, in general to keep up with all your amazing memes and hilarious content? Oh, thank you so much. Yeah, good. You wanna- um, we are uh, always named The Theater Lovers on Instagram and TikTok. It's at the underscore theater with an E-R underscore lovers. And then on Twitter, it's just theater underscore lovers. Awesome. Yeah. Well, this and we has got been... more stuff in the pipe mm-hmm. down the pipeline. So, um, keep... I can't wait to see yeah. it. Yeah, follow. I and, always and love it. I'll, yeah. I'll be sharing anything you make, cats. I'll be sharing unless you oh. want to just collab on more. Yeah, no, that's yeah. great. And we actually we're sitting on a lot of um, memes that we made, sort of thinking that they were going to be for the page that maybe were not quite a good fit. So, <laughs> so. Well, yeah, we'll, we'll tag you. I love it. All the stuff that got rejected by your yeah. bosses are going to come no, out now on your even, channel. Not even rejected. Some of them we made and we were just like, okay. oh, we can't put this on the official mm-hmm. page, but we can put it on ours. Yeah, so, I love it. So there's more Cats content coming for oh, sure. So, so on excited. A, a nice little pile of, of memes. So excited. Thanks. Amazing. Oh, thank you for having us on. Thank we we really so appreciate fun. it. We really appreciate it. This we love so what fun. you do. Thank you so much. Uh, thank you for being here. And thanks, everyone else, for listening to this episode of The Wrong Cat Died, the podcast breaking on the cat's catastrophe. To follow along, you can subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or any of you listen to podcasts. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok at The Wrong Cat Died, or check out our website, TheWrongCatDied.com. Hey, it's Leslie Odom Jr. here on the Broadway Podcast Network to tell you about the RISE Theatre Directory, a program of maestro music. RISE is a national online resource designed to connect and empower backstage and administrative and creative theatre professionals from underrepresented backgrounds. If you work or aspire to work in the theater community, this can help you find your next project. And if you hire theater professionals, search the Rise Theater directory to find your next team. Create your profile now and get more information by visiting risetheater.org. That's theater with an R-E-R-I-S-E-T-H-E-A-T-R-E.org because only together we rise. Our kids have said to us since we've moved to Minnesota, we are far more active than we've ever been anywhere else we've ever lived. Moving to Minnesota opened up a lot of doors for us. Just this overall sense of community, of values that, you know, Minnesotans have. It's a real accepting, loving community, especially with two young kids. See what makes Minnesota the star of the North. New residents share why they love calling it home at exploreminnesota.com slash live.